Hey nerdies, English Dave here. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Something to Marvel About. We're going to talk about the second episode of WandaVision. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Raven and Rocket Mike. Let's get into it. Uh, we're going to episode two. The synopsis is as follows. In an effort to fit in, Wanda and Vision perform a magic act in their community talent show. But let's go into what actually happened. We jump slightly forward to a 1960s style setting. And you notice the world is more filled out. Episode one, it was just a couple of houses. Episode mm. two, now there's detail. So it plays again to like Wanda's magic kind of filling in some more, more within this world. For whatever reason, it's there. We see more of it. And even little things, Raven, we get little things like uh, um, the cinematography is slightly updated because we're in a new era, right? Different mm-hmm. different camera angles, not just the two-camera yeah. setup. You get close-ups, mm-hmm. you get outdoors. Yeah, the wide shots in episode two are sick. <laughs> exactly. You know, you get some nice landscapes, you get some really nice, like, you know, you get a wide aspect ratio. You get a lot more, um, I would say, like, complex compositions, mm-hmm. you know, in the second episode. You have mm-hmm. a lot more, like, not necessarily backdrops, but you have a lot, a lot more happening both in the foreground and the background, and a lot mm-hmm. of moving parts, you know, mm-hmm. which I loved. I loved seeing like the ladies of the town, mm-hmm. you know, because it's it's typical, but it's it's pretty funny. I feel like if you grew up in any suburb, there's always that group, <laughs> you know, of ladies. <laughs> it's funny because this show is also like it's it's really a low key homage to TV through the eras. Because mm, everything evolves with it, right? Mm. It's like like yeah. more people, different things coming, you know, more depth and nuance moving up with it. Um, even little things like you know, it opening with maybe you touched on this at the beginning with Wanda and Vision sleeping in their twin separate beds, mm-hmm. but then by the end of the episode, it's pulled in. I used to yeah. blow my mind with um, I love Lucy when I was a kid. I used to be like, but they're married. Like, it, just, it was just weird. You know, it was eerie. Who's wa- who cares? Who's like, watching? Like, yeah, you're married. Oh, we are. You know senses. what I'm saying? Like, and for me, it was weird. It was like, at the time, too, it's like, I sleep in the same bed as my little sister. Like, this shit is, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, you just share beds. Like, why do you have two whole separate beds in the same room? With a dresser in between, dresser drawers in between. Yeah, just to make like, sure. That's weird. <laughs> And I felt like even like my cousins and I, like when we had separate beds and sleepovers, you push them together. Right. You know, mm. so it was a weird thing. It was like, how are a husband and wife like sleeping in separate beds? But it's like, you know, that's that's how things were. Apparently mm. it was inappropriate. You know, it gave the wrong idea. Can't have, can't Jesus, have married couples, yeah. you know, fornicating, having right? babies. They have babies the storks, here. okay? The storks. Yeah. Come. <laughs> the that, that goes in the whole sex education system in America. I was like, we don't just shield sex away from them. Don't tell them yeah. anything about it. Just don't do it. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're happen. having babies at 15. Meanwhile, the ones yeah, saying don't do it, the ones having the sex all the time, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Doing it completely wrong. <laughs> no idea. Right. <laughs> but this was a big deal. This is homage to that transition. It was a period, the 60s is when that transition happened, where TV shows started showing couples together. I guess that was a big deal in the Brady Bunch. Huge deal. Because I used to fuck with the Brady Bunch. But, like, it made sense that they slept in the same bed. All right. It was, it was common sense. Was that the 70s or was, it was the 60s? It was the late oh, 60s, mid to late 60s, yeah. That's that when the transition sense. started happening. It was a thing. All right. Um, um, we get the Bewitch style intro. One division, one division, one division. I like yeah. that. At first, I was like, crazy. <laughs> but now I'm like, all right. All right, you keep saying, you're saying, one I was like, you're just going to say one the same word 30 times. You can do better than this. I wonder if, it'll, if the intro will be different each episode, like evolve. That would well. be amazing. Oh. I hope so. Because <laughs> I wanted to get better. I right, don't right, love it yet. Right. 
but then I'm gonna get mad if there is like a specific episode that's my favorite, and then, and then it don't go again. back. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of Easter eggs in in the animation of this episode. Um, a lot of Easter eggs, at least that the hardcore fans will, will notice. There's one showing the Grim Reaper, which is actually a villain. Again, Wonder Vision, Wonder is, is is essentially like she has magical witch type powers. So a lot of her her villains kind of deal with that world. Like like uh like the occult or like Grim Reaper, Mephisto, you know, the devil. There's one line that someone says, the devil's are the details, and then I think it's 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 Agnes that says, and that's not all, only place he hides. And it's like, oh, what does that line mean? You know, uh, we Agnes also knows something. she knows something. There's also a hint at Simon Williams. Simon Williams in the comic is also known as Wonder Man, and in the comics, Vision's brain patterns were copied off of Simon Williams. That's part of Vision's comic origin. We also get a hint at someone called a character called Bova. We see Bova Milk. Bova, it's, it's I won't go into it. It's Such weird, a weird character. Weird comics history is an actual cow that gave birth that helped uh, uh, nurse and birth her wonder. It's a thing. And uh, this we get into it more. Agatha Harkness. Agatha Harkness is an actual witch who was around in the MCU during during the 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 the, the era of the witch burnings and all that stuff and Salem witch hangings. And she's still around, and she has a lot to do with with Wanda's story in the comics. She's constantly either working with or against Wanda somehow, but she's always connected. And a lot of people think um, Agnes is Agatha Harkness. If you take Ag, Agatha Harkness, Agnes Harkness, ah, see what Marvel could be doing there. But Raven, I want to talk about the cinematography and wardrobe of this show. I like that they they get a chance to evolve it over through the eras. As mm-hmm. someone who's into cinematography, what do you think of the job they've done with creating this world and evolving world, in fact. Well, I, I honestly love it. You know, I think that, um, you know, a, a era piece done well is one that you don't notice, you know? And I feel like it, everything in the show is so seamless and so natural that it almost feels as if it were shot, you know, uh, however long ago, you know, 60 years ago. Um, so I do love the cinematography. I think the wardrobe is insane, beautiful. I love all the women's dresses. I love the comment about her pants because I didn't, it was something that I didn't think about, mm-hmm. you know, where they're like, oh, you know, you're supposed to show up in your, uh, what is it, your lunch or Sunday best or something like that, you mm-hmm. know, your dress. And then they like look at her in the pants or even the comment with her friend was like, it's too late for that girl, mm-hmm. you know, and the judgment you know, that women got back, you know, at that time for pants, but I'm watching it thinking that's a cute little outfit. <laughs> You're right. you know, I'm not thinking about the pants. So right. um, I do love subtle things like that. Um, not only that the wardrobe is up to date, but they even comment on the fact that in the moments that it's not, you know, mm-hmm. and the fact that there would be a conversation about it. Um, and in terms of cinematography, I really love the camera work, especially now in episode two that we're out of, um, I think what four by three ratio. Now mm-hmm. that we're on sixteen by nine, you get that beautiful wide framing, and now I can actually appreciate the, I guess the actual art of the show. The subtle hints of color now is what I'm really excited for, mm-hmm. because normally when you go from black and white, that means that towards the end of the show we're gonna have super vibrant colors, mm-hmm. which I'm super excited about. And I know that this film has, well, film this show has a big <laughs> budget, so mm-hmm. I'm excited for like what the eras are gonna open up in terms yeah. of color and and contrast um the next day talking about color the next day wanda sees in the bushes a little toy helicopter colored red and yellow with the sword logo again on it 
Wanda's curious and she's starting to kind of investigate it, but is distracted by Agnes. And again, I think Agnes knows more, calls her, you're the star of the show. You mm-hmm. know, and, and my theory is I think Agnes and the postman know are my people I'm looking at. Agnes and the postman. Yeah. Never trust the fucking postman. Okay. <laughs> we all know this from Truman's show. Right? You never trust Agnes the postman. Agnes is checking him out. Agnes right? is checking him out. You can't right? trust it. Right? Uh, but before they can get into all that, Agnes asks uh, asks um, Wanda to join her the the committee, which is being run by Dotty, and Wanda said that Dotty is the queen of the cul-de-sac. And uh, but at the same time, Wanda is also introduced to Geraldine, which is our first look at um, uh, Tiana Paris as Geraldine, and our friendship starts to be created between Wanda and 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 Geraldine, which I think will be developed further on in in the narrative. Um, I'm excited for this friendship. I'm right, like, that's a down ass friend. Right? I can feel it. But also again, too similar, you know, where it's like, how is it that she is so alike to Wanda? And it's kind of like, what, Almost as are you? she's planted there to be. Exa- that's what I'm mm. thinking, you know, because mm. also seeing that helicopter, I don't think of vehicles in the same way in small packs ever since Ant-Man. <laughs> so I was like, mm, I don't know. That could mm. be shooting. <laughs> right, 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 right. And also, I think there's a, there's a kind of like a subtext, you know, with, with this scene with all the women. Um, Wanda's trying to fit in. You know, she's even looking at Dottie, what, the way Dottie's acting. Wanda's trying to act the same to be this perfect... Dottie's the worst. Thing. Uh, the actress does it so well because I hate her. <laughs> right. And uh, the queen of the cul yeah. But also, I feel like it also touches on, on issues of race because, you know, you know, uh, 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 Geraldine, she's the only black woman there. She knows what it feels like to not fit in and be judged. You know, so I think that's why, one of the reasons why the two of them kind of connect. It's like a bit of subtext subtext there. Um, we yeah. hear a radio transmission again. Uh, again, something is trying to break through. We hear, who's doing this to you, Wanda? Who's doing this to you? Um, who's trying to break through? We don't know. And again, this is my reminder that as much as something is happening to Wanda, I feel like there's a level of control that Wanda has in the sense of Wanda doesn't want, you know, like when you know something's wrong, but you don't want to look because you're mm-hmm. happy. And you know that once you look, you're going to be sad. I think that's what she's doing. Because once, if again, if you pay attention, once Wanda is being transfixed into the transmission, she's kind of losing losing her attention. And mm-hmm. I think what happens is Dottie breaks out of a trance for a moment. And I think it shows that Wanda's controlling that trance. So when Wanda, because when it stops, Dottie breaks the, 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 the glass and she gets blood on her hand and she almost oh, like yeah, snaps yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. So as long as she snaps beautiful, out and snaps back. Red blood. Uh, so and she, and she acts like she hasn't, there's like no pain either. None at all. You know, she doesn't win. But that's She's the not thing. like, oh, wait, help myself, you know? Similar to like in episode one where um, Mr. Hart was choking, mm-hmm. it was a similar thing where these people go from not, not a, well, for Mr. Hart, a near death experience. And then for Dottie, you know, a, a serious injury to go from that to, it's okay. Everything's good. All right. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's you know what that you know, actually so touched weird. on. It, last action hero. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. fictional mm-hmm. characters do not feel pain, and it goes right back into that uh, that mm-hmm. principle of like, okay, like we're back action. You know, now mm-hmm. we're in character, and it's like, oh, you know, I just got like red paint on my hand. I don't feel it. <laughs> don't this worry. doesn't really happen. She doesn't even really hardly acknowledge it. You know, yeah, it's just yeah, kind of yeah. like, oh, what an inconvenience. I'm, I'm just wipe this away. Right, right. And and Mike, you touched on it earlier, the copter. You know, there's a theory going around that Geraldine is actually a sword agent and came in and that helicopter, Wanda somehow, her powers affected the helicopter, the helicopter crash landed 
appeared as a toy because even Geraldine, she's like, how the fuck did I get here? Yeah. You know, and that so, could have been the thing that was outside. She's like, yeah. well, you know, Vision was like, what was that out there? You know, they saw a light. Like, what's going on? Heard what's something. What's going on? Um, Meanwhile, Vision joins the Neighborhood Watch thinking, you know, because again, Vision's curiosity seemed peaked. So he wants to join the Neighborhood Watch to kind of figure out, you know, what's going on to kind of keep an eye on everything. And then gets realized that the Neighborhood Watch is just a group for the guys to gossip about stuff. In fact, they <laughs> get mad. Hilarious. I was up. <laughs> They're the ones gossiping. Right? They get because mad when they the think. They get mad when they think he wants to work. They're like, oh, this yeah, guy wants uh, to work. <laughs> Jerry, we're on tape. <laughs> right? <laughs> Jerry's a communist. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love You're that. You're so funny. I was like, who? He's like, no, no, no. I looked at his profile. He's seriously. Like, what? People would die back then for this dangerous vision. Right. Right. And they gave him some big red gum. Again, the red motif keeps on going in this thing. It's big red. It's not a. It's not a coincidence that specifically big red gum. Ah, true. ah I see. And uh, I, I and liked... then, as soon as they said that, my eyes started to tear up. I was like, wow, <laughs> you felt the little big red. You know, hit you right there in the nose. <laughs> um, I like the visual. Of... Like a woodcock machine. <laughs> I like the visual of, of the camera zooming in to show visions inside getting clogged up. That was, that was cute. Really cool. It was, was so like, like it was that's so cool. <laughs> I was reminded of my cartoon eras. And it like reminded me yeah, of the yeah, English yeah. intro. Right, you know, right. It was like that simple animation. <laughs> like simple but effective. You get the point across. And uh, Yeah, it made complete sense to me. Right, complete sense. We also get another ad. And this time it gets Strucker. Again, those who pay attention. Von Strucker. Von is, Strucker. Is one Instantly, of the ones. I was like... Hell Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> one of the he is one of the Hydra agents and uh he um worked with the with the with the Mindstone to experiment on, on Wanda and her brother to give her powers. So again, if you look at the links between the two commercials, maybe the commercials are showcasing Wanda's trauma. Huh? huh? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what future commercials we get. But um, True, she was a little Strucker experiment. She was, she was. Mm. Um, we see a drunk Vision, and they go and do the the, the the magic tricks. And I love drunk Vision to like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do my real magic. And then Wanda's like, yeah. no, I'm gonna fake it magic. It's like, I love drunk magic. Real. Yeah. And every second she has to like pull something so people won't believe it. Like they're so which shocked. Is actually, magic within itself, right? Which is hilarious because she's flattened the piano. Right, and the guy is like, "Hey, but that's my <laughs> my, that's my grandma's piano." <laughs> that was the best joke in it. But I did, I did like that whole play of like Vision just using his real powers, and she's just like tricking. They're like, "Oh, they're like, oh, there's the, <laughs> the string." Oh, the string. Okay. Oh, I get it. It's so stupid. <laughs> but and then again, another subtle hint for the children. For all the children. This is going to come up again throughout the See, whole. The for the children is interesting to me because I almost feel like for the children is the justification as to why she's in that situation. Exactly. Yeah. Like Everyone's keeping in the children now. safe, keep her not, not just sedated. That. No, I think I think it's and more the than twins. That. I think, think it's that. I think yeah. again throughout the first two episodes, uh, 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 Agnes has been pushing her to kind of be kind of sexy time with her with her man, and I think so. Do you for think the children to breed her? For some reason, yeah. again, there is comic precedence. There is comic precedence for it with the character of of Agatha Harkness and the twins. There is a I won't go into it because I don't want to fulfill for, for, for I hope kind they of fix future. it because it gets weird. 
it does get very weird. Uh, Mike, what did you think of Drunk Vision? Though? I think Paul Bettany got a chance to really... <laughs> that, I'm so glad we got a chance to see another side of him because for a very long time, the MCU, you know, he's been, you know, this, this, this robot, you know, this <laughs> very, you know, facts only with a little bit of dry humor, but it has been just like cut and dry. And then it was only into like uh, uh, Infinity War when you start to see like more of like personal side and he's starting to connect with Wanda. And this one is just like, fuck it, balls to the wall. You know, he's being very slapstick and, and loose and everything. It was great to see a whole nother side, you know, mm -hmm. especially for the actor to just open up and try something new, but within the context of his mm -hmm. original character. I thought that was a lot of fun. No, I think Paul Bettany could have, could have something then doing a physical comedy in movies. Like, do mm -hmm. some straight comedies, man. Like, yeah, I realize he's actually very funny. Like, <laughs> right? he's a great comedic actor. Right? Like, which I do want to see him in more comedic roles. Yeah, not not romantic comedies, just straight comedy. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I want to see him do a straight just comedy. Just like a bro comedy or something. Right? I just feel like it would be hilarious, too, because even just his stature, mm -hmm. his accent, and then, like, with his you know his demeanor the way he talks, yeah. if you've ever seen a knight's tale he's yes. hilarious in that so actually. funny in that actually. yeah the episode ends with us thinking okay that they're just chilling at home but then we hear a noise outside they go to investigate and we see a man in a bee suit covered in bees and uh, with the, the 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 sword logo on his jacket i thought it was aim at first we've been introduced to aim in in iron man 3 uh, ideas Advanced Ideas Mechanics, that's what AIM stands for. They're usually Iron Man villains, and their suits are usually beekeeper-type looking suits. However, the sword logo on the back of his, of the suit makes me think, well, that's something else. I don't understand yeah. what it's why it's bees. But Wanda doesn't want to give enough time for Vision to understand either, so she rewinds time after saying, no, I ain't doing that. Rewinds time. That moment starts again, but this time, her and Vision kiss. The world turns to color, and she is pregnant and those who know uh, the, the, the animated, um, the co animated, the comics, and you've seen in some of the trailers, she does give birth to twins who in the comics are, are powered as well. I feel like that's one of the first hints that we get that she kind of controls or knows her manipulative abilities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. So far, granted, we've seen her, like, move things, and she's admitted to being able to move things with her mind or whatever, but this is the first time we've seen her kind of, like, erase or evade or, like, create a parallel situation to hers. So, mm -hmm. I'm like, it's interesting to see, like, so she does have some type of control. Exactly. And again, it's hinted out throughout the episode. Again, if you pay attention, uh, you're right. This is the, the most obvious moment. But uh, the moments throughout where she says to Vision, help him. You know, that's, her tone changes, you know, mm. or, or even moments when before they kiss, when she's saying to, to Vision, you know, oh, no, I mean, early in the episode when she's saying to Vision, you know, I want this to work. I want this world to work. She has moments where she kind of like breaks the reality to kind of be honest. And and you're right. This is the moment where she's, as the audience, we see it full full form where she, when she's running away. Ah, next era. Let's move away from this era. This is where the guy's coming. Let's move to the next era. Oh, look, we're pregnant. Yeah, let's focus yeah. on that instead. But again, it's, I think it's also part of the manipulation going on with 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 uh, Agnes's character because she seemed to want to push for babies. Again, if you look at the newspapers, there's little hints in the newspapers they're reading. It says, have a family, make a baby. Little things throughout the whole episode that when you watch more and more, you start to notice, which again, I'm looking forward to in future episodes. Pressure is too much. Just let people be married. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
again, but that's what I said earlier Whoops. on, right? Earlier on in, in, in the podcast that it yeah. touches on expectations for gender and 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 the roles you're supposed to do at certain times because that's what how that era was, you know. And 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 here's a fun little fact as well. Someone put it on the internet. I saw maybe one of the reasons why she's created the world she's created is this television show because, like many immigrants who 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 immigrate to America, you grew up watching American TV. Right, you like, and that's what America is to you, you know. Someone said maybe that's why the the the, the town she's in is called Westview. It's her view of the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 no. Either way, I'm sure we will get answers over the next many episodes we've got left over. What are your thoughts on this few episodes? Are you in in it like the rest of us, or are you? I, I know some people who are like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I think I think the issue is one, you just gotta let it play out. This is only episode two. You know, maybe if you're confused by the end of the season, we can have a conversation. But, you know, trust Marvel. You know, a friend of mine asked me, I was so confused, it's weird. I'm like, come back to me when the season ends. I guarantee you, you won't be confused with the first two episodes. You know, sometimes the confusion is on purpose. You know, you're supposed to be as confused as Vision is. What is going on? Where's this world? What are we, what's going on here? Where are we? I don't understand. That's where the characters are at. And that's where we're supposed to be at. And slowly as the characters understand what's going on we will understand what's going on and i think uh, like i said earlier on the podcast i think that unraveling will pick up pace it won't be i think it won't be like i think we're not going to see full episode in black one anymore i think that's just the first episode and a half i think from now on it's all color i say if you're going to make the most of long long form storytelling make the most of it don't rush it that's why we have long form and it's not a movie there's a reason why this isn't a movie on that note, let us know your thoughts. Let us know your questions. Find us on social media at The Nerdy Bunch. Thank you, Raymond. Thank you. Thank you, Rocket Mike. Thank you. My name is English Dave. This has been a Nerdy Bunch production of Something to Marvel About. And as always, Raven. Peace. Peace. Peace.